this week, we are the Dread. That's it, we're watching Dread. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am the law, Jonathan Rooney Taylor. <laughs> I find you guilty of podcasting. Oh, oh no, the crap. most dire of crimes. Yeah. You are all sentenced to subscribe? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. and subscribe. Smash hit. that bell button. Ooh, hit me up in the comments uh, with your favorite crime. Also, <laughs> do not forget to play Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, that's true. Uh, use coupon code BROMLEY for 30% off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get that sweet in-game money and a character skin of your choosing. That's true. Yep. What's Raid Shadow Legends? I don't know, but they pitch it to me all the time on YouTube. There's that and what is it? Uh, Best Fiends is the other fucking mobile game that yeah, they yeah, keep yeah, talking. Yeah, they're mobile games. That's uh, important. Okay. Yeah, they're mobile I've, games. I've heard uh, Best Fiends ads on podcasts, but I've never seen a video... Of best fiends. Yeah. Oh man, it doesn't actually look that bad. I just haven't ever played mobile games. Yeah, why would you? You're a grown up. Yeah, I play computer games like a real boy. <laughs> I listen to music on my phone. What do I look like, fucking Ted Cruz? I ain't wasting my time with mobile games. Yeah, Ted Cruz, noted mobile gamer. He actually, yeah, he brags about how much money he spends in mobile games. <laughs> He's a fucking mobile game whale. <laughs> Could you imagine, like? <laughs> Jumping into like PUBG, right? And then like you get on the fucking, you get on your little horn, and you're talking to, yeah, I'm gonna shoot you in your face. And then Ted Cruz shows up. Yeah, Ted Cruz just logs on. He's like, "What? Well, I just shoot your conscience, folks." Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, at least it would be an interesting meta because, like, who's gonna be on his side? You right. know what I mean? Like, how does that break down? What alliances get forged for and against Ted Cruz? I assume anytime he gets into, like, a squad-based combat and things get hairy, he fucking rage quits and goes to Cancun, right? Sure. Right, yeah. right, yeah. What's going to fuck up his win-loss ratio, and you can't have that. No. He's in the public eye. What win-loss ratio? He buys all the gear. I probably don't <laughs> The guy spends, like, 12 grand a month or something, probably. <laughs> It's like Elton John buying flowers. <laughs> uh, so anyways, this week uh, we are discussing 2012's Dread. Dun, 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 dun. With two no, D's, people. No, that's the wrong, wrong song. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, All right. yeah, that one's from some other movie we already yeah, watched. Dr- Dread was more like... You can tell because it's got the... It's yeah, very yeah it's it's the Vanilla Ice yeah. defense mm-hmm. of like it's boom 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 boom. Yes, totally right, right. different song. Ching. Yeah, yep. that's the one. Yep, and then you get uh, what held out of a window. Yes, yep. upside Somewhere. down by your feet. Yep. Yeah, by Suge Knight. Yeah, well, by Suge Knight's goons. Yeah, I feel like Suge Knight did stuff himself these those days. I mean, that's true. This was er, like early '90s Suge Knight. Yeah, yeah. Though he was, as as far as I know, has always more or less been built like Kingpin from Spider Man. Yes, sure. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is a gigantic human being. Yeah, pretty sure he's in jail now. I think Very much been so. In jail yeah. for uh, some time. Vehicular yeah. homicide, I think it was. I think so. Yeah. Well, hey, fuck know, Suge Knight. He was yeah. a bad guy. <laughs> Turns mm-hmm. out. Yep. Yeah, it turns out most of the people involved in the East Coast West Coast rap war of the early '90s were 
pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. not great humans. Mm, yeah. Anyways, now Snoop Dogg gets to play with Martha Stewart on TV all the time. That's, That's true. Good for him. Yeah. And the Wu Tang Clan have their own like HBO miniseries. Hulu. Hulu. That's Hulu. right. That's right. Yeah. It's for the children, John. It is for the children. <laughs> Puffy's all right, but Wu Tang's for the children. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, we're discussing 2012's Dread, uh, starring Carl Urban, Olivia Thurlby, Lena Headey, and others. Um, there's a there's a Gleason in this one. Yeah, yeah Antoine Barksdale's in this movie. That's not his real name. Wood Harris, I think you mean. Yeah, I believe you're yeah. right. Uh, it's pronounced Woody Harrelson, and he is not in this film. Uh, nobody is in The Man from Toronto, coming to Netflix. Oh, yeah. Is he playing The Man from Toronto? He's playing yes. Toronto. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, man comes out of him. It's crazy. Nuts. Yeah, it's right? Kevin Hart. <laughs> I think it's a Cronenberg kind of thing. Like, it's a body horror. Like, he gets in the same transportation pod as Toronto. Yeah. Oh, nice. And Kevin Hart is the new flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I got to see Crimes of the Future. I'm yeah. very excited. That movie looks dope as hell. Yeah. Uh, so, Dread begins, uh, like all movies do, with uh, a brutal narration over the reveal of a mega city. Uh, we learn that uh, we are uh, people live in the shadows of the old world and the shadows of the mega structures in Mega City One, which is a city spanning from Boston to Wash, spanning and encompassing Boston down to Washington D.C. So, like most of the East Coast is one giant city, Mega City One. Uh, there's big giant like super buildings that are like 200 floors apiece. Yeah, it's future times, but like bad future times. Yeah, it's a it's a fascist dystopia. Man, we learned there are eight hundred million people living in this very small corner of America. Yes, twice the population of America today. Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, and this is based on the uh, like mid eighties Warrior UK comic. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. Appearing in oh, the shit, no, yeah, no, yeah. it wasn't Warrior. Yeah, it was 2080. 2080. Yeah, uh, Warrior was uh, all the like Alan Moore stuff. Sure. Uh, your Miracle Man's, your V's for Vendettas. Pretty good stuff. No, yeah. big fan of V. Yeah, V's good. Mm. Definitely read the book. The book is like top tier. Yeah, the movie's okay. It's yeah, it's not it's fine. Bad. It's, it's not it's, the book, though. It's Yeah, I would say it's fine if you've not read the book. Yeah. Or if you don't care about it being an adaptation of the book. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, there's no way you could put all of the book into the movie. No, well, and the movie is... Uh, the book is very much like a, like, hey, fuck Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. And the movie's like, hey, fuck George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. works. Yeah, it <laughs> totally both works. works. Valid points. The book also, stunning lack of Stephen Fry. Yeah, yeah. See, that makes me like the movie a little bit more. I like Stephen Fry. What Fry's. are you talking about? He's like the best guy to ever do comedy with you, Laurie. Yeah, true. Yeah, a bit he's of fine Laurie. Yeah, yeah, he's in the movie. That makes me want to watch the movie more. Yeah. Correct. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, saying, sorry, yeah. sorry. I misunderstood you. No, nah, but keep fighting. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Anyways. This reminds me, in high school, when the uh, Star Wars prequels were coming out, uh, Attack of the Clones had just hit theater screens. Uh, and for some reason, I thought it was hilarious to get into a fight with my friends about how Obi-Wan is better than Anakin Skywalker. He's a better Jedi, better person, better beard. You ain't gonna find a better beard. Uh, and my friend, not understanding the bit, was just like, yeah, Anakin's worse. And I'm like, no, Obi-Wan's better. 
Never. <laughs> yeah. Anakin is worse than Obi-Wan. No. Obi-Wan is better than Anakin. And he got genuinely hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and like angry I get it yeah man <laughs> whatever happened to that guy I don't know no, come on come on okay what's uh, your computer's right there what's his name I don't remember his name just type in okay guy from high school alright guy from high school uh oh Anakin worse than Obi-Wan Anakin Anakin worse than Obi-Wan Okay, Google. Uh, the first, the first is a uh, uh, from Quora.com. Ooh. It says, "Who was the worst Jedi Master? Obi Wan for training Anakin, or Luke Skywalker for training Ben Solo?" Ooh, wow, uh, that's a real stumper. Here's the highest rated response. Uh, it is from Andrew B, who has a BS in computer science from Arizona State University. So he's qualified. So very, very qualified. Uh, it says, oh, it's not even close. Obi-Wan Kenobi was the quintessential Jedi who enjoyed formal Jedi training. Luke got a montage with a very old Master Yoda at about five minutes of target practice with Obi-Wan. Anakin helped bring about the destruction of the Jedi Order, which existed Jesus. This goes on for a <laughs> long time. Yeah, you I may notice you're reading a Korra response. Yeah, that yeah. guy probably posted the paper that he graduated from Arizona State University yeah. with. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to pass on that. The next uh, one is a uh, comicbookresource.com article that says, Star Wars, the eight most relatable characters from the prequel trilogy. Nice. <laughs> cool. So well, that guy from high school turned into a website. Nice. Yeah, yeah there you go. He works for Quora. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Nobody well done. works for Quora, man. <laughs> Quora belongs to the people. <laughs> In a sense, we are all Quora. Yeah, that that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It fills the void that Yahoo Answers no longer has. <laughs> That's not true. Quora answers are for people who don't know how to type Reddit to the end of their Google questions. That's fair. (laughs) But guys, you are missing out on prime internet writing, which is Yelp review replies. Not just the reviews, but when the business being reviewed replies to the review. Oh, Oh, buddy. Those are good. Oh, chef's kiss. Those are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yes, so we are now in the near future fascist dystopia of Mega City One. Yep, near inter- future. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say the same thing I said while we were watching the movie. Oh, we can't even do it now. Look, we can. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to compare every parallel between the movie Dread and current goings on in the world, we can do that. Just not while we're watching the movie. Because I want to watch the movie. Okay. If you want to do it now, you can. But we're going to be here four days. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the general broad strokes is that Judge Dredd as a character works as a satire of the kind of faceless, fascistic uh, application of the law in a very rigid and brutal way. Where the law exists... To hurt people and not help anyone. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, this movie, a lot of the best Judge Dredd's, uh, like, runs have always kind of had a foot in that political spectrum of just, like, understanding the joke of right. Judge Dredd. 
the Judge Dredd movie starring Sylvester Stallone clearly did not read the assignment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and, like, it's real easy for, like, actual far-right writers to step into that world, not get the joke, and, like, treat it seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like Marvel's The Punisher. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this movie definitely... It, the movie, like the comic, also has a little bit of your, like, have your cake and eat it, too. Where, like, yeah, it shows that, like, the rigid structure, the societal pressures that the judges exist to reinforce are brutal and painful and don't help or elevate anything in society. But at the same time, like, it's cool when they blow up the bad guys. Yes. They got you such know, cool guns. It's, a, it's, a, it's not quite a, like, but they get results. But it's, like, real close to yeah. that, like, 80s bullshit, like... Yeah, he doesn't do due process, but he gets results. Yeah, yeah. Because when we are introduced to the judges, we are told that they are the only people fighting for the the freedom of Mega City One. Well, and we are told this in voiceover by Judge Dredd. Exactly. Who is like the er-judge. Like, he doesn't question where his authority comes from. He doesn't question how the system is set up. He is just like, no, I am a tool to impose this order upon the people in this very specific way. Yes. Uh, yeah, the judges are police officers, but they are also juries and executioners. They are the judges. They are the only line of, of law enforcement in Mega City. Yeah, One. there are no, there's no due process. The judges are basically fully empowered to just give application of the law as they see fit. Yes. So very early on, uh, we get like the first, like a look into the the typical day of a judge. It's his big fucking motorcycle with a machine gun on the front that he yeah. rides around in. Yeah, and he's chasing after uh, three perps in a blue van. Uh, so we get like a cool car chase kind of thing, like weaving in and out of traffic as uh, these three drunk, these three uh, uh, druggies are running away, and they are taking a, uh, a, a narcotic in an inhale form uh, called, we'll find out later, it's called slow-mo. Which yeah. profoundly misunderstands the appeal of drugs. Sure. Because <laughs> this drug is like, oh man, it's so fucking cool, it makes time slow down to like one one-hundredth of its normal perception, and like, friend... Any time I have done drugs, it has been to speed up boredom. <laughs> it has never been to be like, I want to linger in this basement watching Adult Swim cartoons for just a little bit longer. Right. Nobody's like sitting around that campfire like, nah, man, I need this fucking British Sea Power album to go on forever. <laughs> Guys, man, you guys are making me uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Look, there's a reason that every prog rock album is like four hours long. It's because you're supposed to take the drugs that make it seem like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nah, man, you take the drugs that just let that one song go forever. <laughs> Until you get the next forever song. <laughs> uh, so Judge Dredd uh, chases these guys down. They uh, the, the van runs down a an innocent uh, pedestrian and just like splatters him off the windshield. And that is Judge Dredd's cue to uh, now apply lethal force. So he fucking, yeah, uses his machine gun motorcycle to mow out their tires, flip the van over like three times into a concrete barrier, immediately killing two of the dudes. Now that's one of my favorite things about the movie, is no matter how far in the future you go, a jersey wall is still a jersey wall, (laughs) baby. (laughs) 
You ain't making no fucking left turns in this highway. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, and yeah, and I love that we also have the first application of a really darkly uh, funny joke of just the the innocent, because there are no bystanders. There are right. simply criminals and innocents. When the innocent uh, gets run over, he calls into headquarters, uh, an innocent just got fucking killed. Send someone to recycle the body. Yeah. yeah. The, that's the, yeah, bodies are uh, set due for recycle. Yep. Uh, so the greenest people. That's right. Or like compost, maybe. Maybe people are compost now. Yeah, I don't know. There's some like, what is it? Like you have every human body has like X grams of gold in it. Maybe they're just running like a really shitty uh, like gold extraction shop. I don't know about Because, you know, gold never really loses its value. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me let you in on the ground floor of this. Uh, scheme is too harsh a word. Plan. Let's call it a plan. See, I think we just take human bodies and we crush them down and so that the bones, which are mostly made of carbon, eventually, though, they're calcium shit. Yeah, they're yeah. Calcium. I was figuring that they were just burning us off to harvest the credit cards that we'd assume, mm. consumed from the water and food. Sure, all the mic- taking all the microplastics the out of our out. body yeah. so they can, make, like, they can make those new water bottles and call them from recycled materials. That's right. That's, That's probably right. true. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like it. <laughs> hey. I get it. It's a it's a perfect system. Yeah. It's a closed loop. Closed it's loop, a baby. living. <laughs> uh, so one of the perps uh, gets away and runs into like a, a shopping mall. Judge Dredd uh, gives chase, and this guy just like leaves like a trail of bodies in his wake. And finally, Dredd finds him. Uh, he's got a woman held hostage in like a little like restaurant like counter. And the guy's like, "Oh, I want." He starts making demands and mall. You know all the things that criminals do in movies. And Dredd's just like, that's not how it works, buddy. You are going to die. I'm going to kill you. You've been sentenced to death. He's like, you're bad at negotiating. And he's like, oh, yeah, hot shot. He's like, what's that? He goes, hot shot. And then he shoots a flaming, like... (laughs) Like a flare. Like a a, a lethal flare. Yeah, like a thermite bullet into his mouth. We use these today. They're called phosphorus rounds. Yeah. They are against the Geneva Convention. (laughs) That was a lot of stuff. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Burns his head from the inside. Yeah. Just... And, like, he's alive at first. At yeah. first. He's just burning out from the inside. Yeah. It's bad. It's cool, though. Yeah, no, his head melts and it's all glowy. Yeah. You know, like when you stick a flashlight right up until you're Yeah. Ball. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, it looks like someone put a, a big flashlight down his mouth. Yeah. I guess we should also point out this movie was originally released at the height of 3D. Oh, yes. yeah. They're definitely... Yeah, yeah. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, like... There's a lot of coming at you. Yes, there's a lot of coming at you. Coming at you. Yeah. There's a lot of falling digital effects, that sort of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, a lot of uh, fog, a lot of like uh, particulate in right, the air. all the time. Especially when people are on the slow-mo. Like, there's like these like rainbow parti- like particles floating all over the place. Yeah. It's like a... And then like the really cool like fucking... Um, what do you call like Tangerine Dream like yeah there's a lot of like ethereal like synthy music like yeah. Vangelis shit yeah. yeah I was gonna say it's, it's more like uh, early 90s kind of pre-house techno well yeah I'm talking about like kind of like post Brian Eno music for airports but like pre-Moby yeah we're kind of in that slot of just like yeah 
Like yeah. Van Gillis, the yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the music yeah. in this is just like, I wish I was Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, yeah, I mean, there's exactly two songs. There's the bloopity bloop, we're all on slow-mo, and then there's the bass line, bass line, bass line, yeah. bass line, bass <laughs> uh, So Dredd uh, obviously kills this guy, calls for more recyc, and they're like, are you done? You need to come back and meet the chief judge. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll come do that. So uh, at this point, just to, so that the uh, listening audience who maybe hasn't seen the movie isn't uh, in any undue suspense, let me just spoil this plot point right away. At no point does anyone say, here come to judge. Correct. And that is a shame. Which I know that I've personally, the first time I saw this movie, pins and needles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, surely, come on. It's like the great power, great responsibility, mm-hmm. Avengers assemble, may the force be with you. You're just kind of like... Marking time, waiting for that classic Judge Dread line to show up. Doesn't. This ain't your granddad's Judge Dread. John, would you like to explain Here Come to Judge? Sure. For yeah. anyone under the age of 40? No, no, I think, I think it scans. I think it reads. Uh, listeners at home, just Google Guy from High School. <laughs> Here Come to Judge. Da Judge. Correct. D-A. Yep. I think it's German. Uh, and then let me know the first Quora result. Sure. Yeah. Send it to me in a fax. Ooh. Got the fax up and running, do you? Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're not still taking postcards. Right? Bullshit. Yeah, well, the future is <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, well, faxes, you got to remember, are technically archival quality, so we can actually hold on to that as an artifact for later. Postcard, you're just going to throw that shit away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But when we uh, yeah, when we put together our subterranean archives, we're gonna need to make sure that we've got all of this preserved. Yes, of course. So that you know, future generations don't just listen to this podcast. You gotta actually do the research too. Mm. It's kind of like the Matrix sequel. Like, yeah, you can just watch Matrix. The what was it? Reloaded with yes. the second one. But like, you ain't gonna get half that reference if you're not seeing the Flight of Osiris. If you're not reading the comics. <laughs> if you're not playing PlayStation 2's greatest game. Enter the Matrix. Oh, come on. Second greatest, maybe. No, come on. Name me one better video game than PlayStation 2's Enter the Matrix. Banjo-Kazooie. Bullshit. That camera doesn't move. (laughs) I was going to say Shadow Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus camera moves too much. (laughs) (laughs) No, you control the camera. That's the problem. (laughs) The camera should know where I want it to be. Uh, anyways, uh, so he goes and meets the chief judge, and chief judge is like, I need you to do a rookie. Damn it, judge, you took out a city block! (laughs) Actually, no. She's like, another quality day of judging. (laughs) There's no lethal weapon scene here. She's like, oh yeah, you killed a bunch of guys. Not bad. This is the calmest police captain in movie history. That's true. Yeah. Well, because she has absolutely no responsibilities placed on her. The police, the judges don't seem to answer to any kind of, like, civilian authority. No. So it's no. just like, yeah, you did done good, buddy. Well mm-hmm. done. Now I need you to give an assessment to this new rookie. But, ooh, get this. She's a mutant. She's got mm. psychic powers. Yes, she does. Because, uh, again, this was a piece of science fiction conceived of in the, like, early 80s so that whole like yeah if humans live long enough they just become psychics it's just sort of like it's in there right right we just, we just oh. haven't accessed it yet look if they if 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 
you know, all those fucking hippies hadn't stopped us from doing more MK Ultra tests. That's true. So we could have unlocked that shit. So oh, true. The government was really on to something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the men who stare at goats. I know all about this. That guy blew up a goat. Yeah, George Clooney taught me all about mind goat blowing up. That movie is directed by the guy who plays Amy's like personal assistant in Congo. Nice. <laughs> well nice. done. Yeah. Right. Well done. Not bad. Yeah, and also the nerd got the nerd spy from True Lies. Tom Arnold? Arnold? No, the other uh, the nerd, not the not the bro, the nerd. Tom Arnold? No. Tom Arnold's never been a nerd. Are you calling Arnold Schwarzenegger a nerd? No, the third guy. He wears glasses, I'll grant you that, but it's a disguise for his spy stuff. Look, Arnold Schwarzenegger's been a nerd in exactly one movie. Everybody knows it's Junior. Correct. Oh, yeah, Yeah. classic. And in real life, sword nerd. Yes. Dude's a real big nerd for swords. To be fair, his first he's big like movie drunk. was a big sword movie. Well, he's like drunk Coach McGurk in home movies where he sees the swords on the home shopping network and yeah. it activates him. He's just got to do it. Swords. Look, if I had Arnold Schwarzenegger money, you better believe I'd have a lot of swords too. Yeah, yeah. Big swords. Yeah. Small swords. swords. Medium-sized swords. Swords just for you. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's right. Down line. One nine hundred swords. Talk to all the hottest swords. Buddy, you, clink, you, clink, 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 clink. you don't quite have the cadence, right? It's come on down to swords. We got all your swords. We got big swords, small swords, swords for you and the lady. Swords for you and the mister. Swords. Swords. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. I like it. I'll take it. The, right. Yours was more of a flea market sword man, and his was more of a 900 number sword Yeah, man. mine was more of a, like, when you used to call 1-900-FOXFUCK. Yeah. No, I think I bought a sword from a guy like you. Yeah. I yeah. never actually... I've 100% bought a sword from a guy <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, no, a guy standing out there like a carnival barker, clanging swords together. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, nah, hell, I probably bought two or three swords. He's back. got exactly one sharp sword that he uses to cut an orange on the little block. Yeah. yeah. Show you oh, how, yeah, how need... sharp all the swords yep. are. Yep, right. and then you get the sword, and then you unsheathe it, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. He's like, oh, buddy, you got to get it sharpened. I can't sell you a sharpened sword. It's against the law. Yeah, That's you right. don't want to get judged dreaded. That's true. Selling sharp swords. Two years in the cube. The cube. I do love that people just get put in the cubes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also, later on, they threaten a kid with juvie cubes. Juvie yep. cubes. Which, Which, by the way, if that's the not most a delicious, band. I was going to say the most delicious candy. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, so yeah. That candy definitely comes in a pouch. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. Like a resealable pouch. Yeah. yeah. And you always think, you always think, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that I can reseal this and save some for later, but nope. Nope. We just arrived at the public swimming pool. I got to get all sugared up before I do my first cannonball. Yeah, that's true. So you got to pound a whole patch of yep. yeah. juvie yeah. cubes. <laughs> well, that makes room for the cowtail later. I mean, you're not wrong. Man, is it even legal to sell cowtails outside of a public pool? <laughs> I don't know if it's legal to sell cowtails anymore. <laughs> That's true. Oh, shit. Nanny state bullshit. Eh, too Thanks, many, Biden. Too many kids were <laughs> sucking the cream out of them, and it made Republicans nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyways, so Dredd and the new, uh, the new rookie, uh, Anderson, are paired up. And, and Dredd is told that Anderson technically failed her initial test to get in by three points. 
Which Dredd is like, well, then fuck that. She failed. She's done. Get her out. They're like, no, and no. And she's like, no, no, no. You, she's psychic, though. So, like, come on. Like, we need a mutant. Her parents theory. are of the Connecticut psychics. She's got the connections. Just, just pull a string for me. Come yeah. on. Just yeah. take her out there and see if she lives. So he does, and then he gives her the old, like, dad talking to the prom date speech on their way out. It's like, if you fuck this up, you fucking out. You just, you blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's uh, three rules where it's if you uh, lose your weapon, you fail. If you don't follow an order, you fail. And if you don't give, like, proper judgment to a perk, yes. you fail. Yeah. And then they, like, get on motorcycles and they drive away. Real cool fucking motorcycles, though. Gotta yes. say, just the design, they're, like, half Akira, half, like, Hell's Angels. Yeah. Yeah, like, the rear end is, like, a Harley Davidson, but then the front end's, like, a... Like a one of those fucking Kawasaki crotch rockets from the yeah. early 90s. Yeah. yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, over in Peach Trees, one of the Mega City One mega structures. Uh, it's a city within a city. Yeah, we are introduced to the Mama clan and their leader, Mama. Uh, this, the three of her drug dealing subordinates have been caught doing. Oh, there are three people in the building trying to horn in on her drug dealing. Uh, uh, operations, uh, operations. Yeah. and she's like well fuck them skin them and throw them over the, the balcony and they're like should we give them a hit of slow-mo first and she's like yeah do it so they do they give them each a hit of slow-mo take off all of their skin and then throw them off a balcony yeah to fall like 200 floors whoever was I didn't see in the credits if, it, if there was like a Savini or a Nicotero mm. attached to this movie but like when the bodies hit the floor in this movie, as they frequently do, it is immensely satisfying. Yeah. The These are clearly like mannequin bags filled with guts and goo. Yeah, these the special effects in this movie, especially the like gore effects, are top quality. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of them do turn out to be like digital effects, yes. but they're done in a very stylized way, uh, where it doesn't really call that much attention to itself. It's not like in those uh, like mid-early 2000s movies where like the digital blood is just sort of like in the background of a bullet wound. It's yeah. more of just like, hey, it would be utterly impractical to try to shoot like a squib at this camera speed. Right. Yeah. Well, and also a lot of the squ- like a lot of the shots that we see people take aren't like chest shots, arm shots, leg shots. It's like through the cheeks. Yeah. Like places you couldn't put a squib because yeah. it would cause physical damage to a human being. Yeah, thanks right. a lot, Sag. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when this country used to make real movies back when a studio could own people? I was going to say, back this in movie, the good old studio <laughs> system days. Hey, this movie does, this country does make real movies. It's called Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Boys, let me tell you, I went and saw Top Gun Maverick, yeah. and now I'm a patriot. <laughs> I love nothing more than the PR for Top Gun Maverick, where whoever is running that for the studio deserves to get paid Ten times more than what they're making. Because all anyone talks about is like, yeah, I thought I was a real good pilot, and then fucking Tom Cruise showed up. (laughs) He flew circles around me. Literally. (laughs) Guys, when you go see Top Gun Maverick, the first thing you're greeted with is Tom Cruise sitting in a studio on a chair going... 
Thanks for coming back to the movies, guys. Oh, <laughs> shit. Tom Cruise. He replaced his ex-wife? <clears throat> no, this is just for Top Gun. Oh, it's just, it's not the, uh... The, it's not the uh, AMC, like, yeah. where legends are born bullshit. It's Top, it's Tom Cruise telling you, the viewer, hey, thank you for coming to see Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, but isn't uh, Nicole Kidman doing that in a lot of movie theaters? Where she's just like, thanks for coming back to the movies. So she does it for AMC. Just AMC. Just AMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise only does it for one movie, <laughs> Top Gun now, Maverick. Now, if I see Top Gun Maverick at an AMC theater, do I get you to like, watch both up. of them? Yeah, no. you get to yeah. see both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. But yeah, when you exit the theater, if you stay for the credits, you are automatically enrolled in the Navy. Oh, yeah. well, that's always been the case with Top Gun. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I always try to get a boner at the volleyball scene so that they won't bring me in. Sure. No, they don't do that anymore, dude. Oh, crap. Thanks, yeah. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it just turns out that your other soldiers and superiors haze you real bad. Now, that's always been the case. Yeah, it's a little bit worse. <laughs> uh, anyways, Top Gun Maverick, delightful. Sure. Um, Looks it, man. Fucking Miles Teller with that mustache. How could you go wrong? You know, what's, you know what was really nice? He's not in the movie nearly as much as I thought he was going to be, and that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I did get from the trailer vibes of just like, hmm a little too hard when he sits down to play Great Balls of Fire at the piano yes. and it's just like your dad died when you were like five dude what the fuck you never saw him do this what are you doing yes he did he's he's in the movie Top Gun sitting on the piano when they play it they sing it to his son nah yeah nah they show a clip of it in Top Gun Maverick you sure about that yes you sure that wasn't some digital trickery nope yeah. audience Google my friend from high school, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, Great Balls of Fire, and you let me know the third Quora result. Uh, anyways, we'll get to the bottom of this. Uh, that that set that scene is actually wait like in the in the trailer you're like ah they're just doing the thing they do in the first Top Gun, but in re in the movie itself it's Tom Cruise has been thrown out of the bar because he can't pay for the bar tab and he's watching everyone have fun without him because <laughs> Maverick is old and has no friends and the only thing Maverick has is being Maverick and now they're trying to shut Maverick down. No, yeah. That's why he has to go back to Top Gun to teach, to teach other kids how to maverick. Mm -hmm. But would it surprise you to learn at the end that the only person who can maverick is Maverick? I would. Hey, do they still fight the Russians? That. No, they still fight a completely unnamed <laughs> enemy country. Do they have? Does the enemy country fly MiGs? No, they don't. They fly fifth generation aircraft. <laughs> do they get on the comms and say "Dos Vidonia, comrade"? They say absolutely nothing. <laughs> and they have no faces. Yeah, it's heavily implied that it might be Iran because it's all about like a nuclear facility. But the nuclear facility is also in the mountains in the snow. Anyways, mm. the final mission is literally just the Death Star trench run, and it's That's... rad as fuck. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Dread is a movie we watched. That's true. <laughs> Judge it's Dread. Dead. Judge Dread. No, it's just Dread. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, but it stars Judge Dread. He's Correct. in it. Yeah. That, I think we also maybe haven't made this clear enough. That's his actual real ass name. Yes. Yeah. That's not like a cool Batman name or anything. Nope. He, when he was born, his parents were like, I got it. Dread. He'll Dredd's be a judge. His, isn't Dread his last name? We actually don't know. I mean, in the comics, you learn nothing about Judge sure. Dredd. Because I know there's like Judge Anderson, which leads me to believe that that's a last name. There's like a Judge Alvarez we Yeah, hear. but there's also a Judge Death in the comics. Sure, so yeah. Like, judge Mike Death. <laughs> <laughs> 
come on down to Mike Death Swords. <laughs> I can't sell them to your shop. That's against regulations, kids. Uh, but if you get yourself a whetstone and a lot of free time, none's the wiser. I won't tell your parents. Though if you do get a whetstone, you may find out your sword is made out of crumpled up aluminum foil. Nope, only the <laughs> highest quality crumpled up aluminum foil. <laughs> they use this crumpled up aluminum foil on the space shuttle. Satisfaction? P- probably. I don't know. I'm not your parents. <laughs> uh, this one looks like it's from Kill Bill. <laughs> This one looks like it's from Pirates of the Caribbean. Ugh. This one's from Conan the Destroyer. Ew, not even the good Conan. Yeah, the bad one. Yeah, the bad one. With yeah. Will Chamberlain. It's yeah. real bad. <laughs> well, they distributed all those tinfoil swords That's for the true. movie. Uh, so, Dredd and Judge Anderson uh, take the call and they head on down to Peach Trees. On their way in, they see a homeless man and Dredd basically like points out the very first thing on like the herd like test basically. Violation. Yeah, yeah, violation. What do you do, rookie? And she's like, ah, oh, well, you know Vagrancy. It's Vagrancy uh, five years in the cube. Yeah, no, it was six months in the cube and then uh like a fine or something like that. But because they have like a homicide to deal with, let it go. And he's like, Correct. Don't be here when we get back. Yeah. And they go inside. Which again is another darkly hilarious joke of just the, the guy, like, he literally has nowhere to go. Right? Yeah. He has a sign that says, <laughs> will debase self for credits. Yep. Man. Um, Little does he know, <clears throat> Republic credits are no good here. That's right. And the Outer Rim, boo, forget yeah. it. He's going to have to trade in his spaceship if he wants to bet in this pod race. That's right. Guys, let's talk about the Star Wars prequels. Let's not. Would it surprise you to learn that when the latest uh, Star Wars (laughs) Celebration merch went on sale to the general public, the first thing I did, at work, mind you, was log into my phone and buy an official 20th anniversary Attack of the Clones baseball shirt. That's right, the only piece of Star Wars merchandise I own that has a specific movie title, and it's the worst one, and I'm going to wear it every goddamn day. (laughs) Just try to remember that the number goes on the back, Mr. Sportsball. You're not my boss. (laughs) It's also got a clone helmet on it, but like an Attack of the Clones clone helmet where they look like little cat people. I like that design. (laughs) Little kitty cat clone troopers. They're adorable. It's great. Uh, Ooh, squished up faces. Yeah, before they flip the visor around. Yeah, nah. oh, that's great. So, uh, anyways, they show up there. They wander inside. We get to see like close-ups of the smushed-up bodies. They're beautiful oh, yeah. and disgusting and gross. Good stuff. Uh, a guy who like runs like the med bay in the building comes by and he's just like, "Oh yeah, well this is the Mama Clan," and he explains that uh, at some point in the past. Mama, uh, they look her up, uh, was just like a, a sex worker who got into it with her pimp and eventually killed him and took over his business. And By then, biting off his penis. Yeah. And then has now very slowly been building her own criminal empire uh, and has over the years taken out the other three gangs in this building. One of them are just straight up luchador. Yeah, there. Well, there's like the Peyote Knights. Yeah, the Peyote Kings. The Peyote Kings. The Judged. Yes. Who are guys who have Judge Dread helmets tattooed on their face. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the peyote And the knight, red dragons. And the red dragons, yes. Uh, but they don't exist anymore. They've all been taken care of by the Mama clan. Yeah, Mama has like floor by floor taken over all 200 levels of this mega structure. Correct. Uh, so they're like, well, we have to go 
uh, upstairs and like find out like yeah where they're they looking run. they're looking at the bodies and they're just like oh these were like uh, part of the Cobra Gang because they have their front lips like have some cosmetic surgery and it's just like oh yeah well, we've have, stumbled into like a mob war yeah basically. they have they've yeah. like a burns from the slow mo inhaler on their lips so they're gonna yeah. go to the floor that two of the dead bodies came from yeah, like the, those guys lived on one of the floors right so they go to the 39th floor <clears throat> so on their uh, on their way up to go do things and mama gets a wind of what's going on up there she is not happy about it that's of course after judge dread and judge anderson murder an entire apartment full of goons yeah yeah blast the door down and shoot a bunch of people and then they arrest antoine barksdale yeah all yeah. in slow-mo too. all in slow-mo yeah, it's it's very cool. Yeah, when the when they blow up the door with the mini explosive, they show like a guy getting like thrown back and he's like shirtless and you just see his skin and fat like rippling yeah. from the force of the explosion. His torso is compressing. Oh, yeah. it's super yeah. cool. It's pretty yeah. neat, yeah. Death break. Yeah. But yeah, they arrest uh, the one guy, uh, psychic lady d- uses her psychic abilities and realizes, "Oh, this was the dude what skinned the other guys and threw them off that balcony." Right. He is like Mama's number two. (laughs) 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 Number two. It's a poop. (laughs) Ah, You're right, sir. (laughs) Uh, So Dredd is like, are you sure? And she goes, 99%. He's like, well, I can't execute a guy on 99%. So we're taking him prisoner. Let's go. They're going to bring him down to central processing and put him in interrogation and make him talk. So Mama catches wind of what's going on because uh, the greasiest Domino Gleason that's ever existed shows up. Yeah, well, it's again, it's like uh, it's like Gleason and uh, Matthew Willard from, or not Matthew Willard, Matthew Lillard, Matthew Willard, Matthew Willard. Oh, that'd be such a good movie. <laughs> this was Matt Willard. Oh man, classic. I can't. I'm realizing now. I can't. I can't do that dude's voice. Who's Matt Willard? Don't worry about it. Uh, listening audience, just He's type in my friend from high school, Matt, Matt Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, oh, my okay. friend from high school, Matt Lillard. Uh, but anyway, so it's, yeah, he's got a real uh, Matthew Lillard energy to him. Yes. He's got the shirt from Scooby-Doo uh, and the attitude from Hackers. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the hair, straight from God's mouth to your lips. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he's got big, long, yeah, like greasy, like ginger hair. Yeah. And he's got like weird blue robot eyes. Right. And here's what I love is that both uh, he is Irish. Yeah. Uh, Lena Headey, I think, is she is she American or no? Is she she's British, British of some something. But when the two of them get together, they absolutely need to battle the hell out of their native dialect. Yes. Look, Carl Urban has to battle his Australian a little bit. <laughs> yeah. There's a well, lot. Carl Urban has like four lines. Yeah, but all of his lines are. Incendiary. (laughs) (laughs) Hot shots. Yeah, it's it's like, it's not quite Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon. It's closer to Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon 2, where he's almost beaten it, but sometimes it slips in a little bit. Rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's delightful. They yes. have, uh, anyway, it's, it's great. He's the little like tech lord, so she gets him to shut the whole building down. Yeah, they're gonna run a uh, like a fake like emergency. Yeah, what I love test. is he does hacking the way that people do hacking in real life, where he basically calls central and says like, uh, "Something's gonna happen, but don't worry about it. 
Uh, no, I don't have the confirmation number. Just, uh, look, my, my boss is screaming down my neck right now. I just got to get this done. He's I know I sent in the paperwork. Yes. He's literally, is. like, crying about it. A movie made in 2012 about the somewhat distant future. They're still phone-freaking people. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Central, is, he's just like, hey, we're just doing, like, basically a, a drill, a test to see if our blast shields still work. Don't send any cops. And they're like, yep, seems legit to me. I have no record of this. On file, I don't recognize your voice at all. You've given me absolutely no solid confirmation that you are who you say you are. Gotta take your word for it, though. It's a very busy day here at the phone bank. They don't want to get yelled at. That's Who's true. Banks? Oh, would you want to get yelled at on the phone? A little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, call <laughs> Call 1-800-GET-YELLED-AT. Oh, boy. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Yeah, how you doing? Oh, <laughs> Louder, slower. <laughs> no joke. Me and my friends, like way back in like like high school. Uh, you, your friends, and literally everybody on the planet under the age of forty, because I know exactly where this story is going. Oh, do you? I bet you dialed up a whole bunch of naughty words with one eight hundred in the front. You right, but not on real phones, on pay phones. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Because sometimes, if you did them collect, you would get on just long enough for someone to get on the line. Yeah. And they'd be like, hey, how's it going? You'd be like, oh, she answered the phone. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Please insert 25 cents. Back then, it used to cost 25 cents. Now it costs nothing because they don't exist anymore. True. That's right. Pay phones, if, you don't, uh, if you're one of the young folks out there, are kind of like cellular phones, except they're attached to a giant metal brick, which is attached to a pole in the ground, or sometimes in a box if you're lucky. And uh, the call quality is somewhere between... And... <laughs> now, you can still find the bones of these pay phones. You have been using them as fast food eating tables. Yes, that's yes, right. Yeah. You sometimes do do that. Kids. Ah, kids today. Don't understand payphones. Anyway, uh, there still technically are sex lines. They're just Patreons now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Right, that's fair. The more things or, change. Am yeah. I right, fellas? Am I right? Am I right? Hey. Only fans and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's still a thing. Sure, there's a thing. I think, I'm sure there's like a Reddit that's just like old like recorded calls from 900 numbers yeah. there's exactly one and it's for the Freddy Krueger hotline and it <laughs> rules <laughs> oh man they have different holidays that Freddy Krueger talks about it's real great there used to be a number you could call and I hope you have a Merry Christmas bitch and don't find me under the tree Freddy Krueger Happy holidays. How's this for an Easter egg hunt, bitch? I'll be in your dreams. Anymore? Flag day? More like impale you with a flag day, bitch. There we go. Uh, So there used to be a number you could call, and like if you pressed one of, depending on what number you pressed, it would just play a Hall & Oates song. Hell yeah. That's it. Not well, that's uh, they might be giants. Got their like got started when they were just coming up by yeah, the setting up a dial a song yeah. where they just they recorded a song into the outgoing message of their answering machine yep. and you dialed a song. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. I think they put out like a compilation of all their dial they did, songs yeah. at one point. 
Um, anyways, so the judges now, uh, after taking their prisoner, are about to leave until the building is locked down. All these giant blast shields come down. The homeless man hasn't left yet. He is immediately crushed by the giant steel door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they're all stuck inside. Uh, and yeah, my mom gets on the PA and she's just like, I want the judge dead. Uh, you can kill the prisoner too if you want. I don't care. But like these blast doors aren't coming up until those judges are dead. Yeah. And everybody else go home and don't come out until the shooting stops. Yeah. So like the whole place just like clears out. Yeah, it turns into your video game level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is your dungeon. You got a hundred floors. Get to it. Two hundred. Two hundred floors. Well, that's for New Game Plus. And nobody nobody gets to floor two hundred on their first playthrough. Oh, of course. You yeah. gotta like level up, get some prestige. That's fair. Um, so they I'm, start going up the stairs, and they want to get that XP. So they break out their fucking gas grenades. Yeah, they start. Uh, they gas a bunch of dudes, put in their little uh, respirators. Yeah, respirators, and then just like yeah, just fucking murk a bunch of guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a dude in a uh, very uh, suspicious or uh, attention grabbing polo T-shirt. Yes. Uh, he's wearing, yeah, he's like the only guy that's not dressed with like a typical like street thug in like one of these movies. And he's just like this like, yeah, like mid-30s tall white guy. In but a, he's like bleeding out. Polo. Yeah. yeah, he's like bleeding out and Judge Dredd is like, rookie, he tried to kill a judge, sentence his death, carry out sentence. And she's like, all right, yeah. I got him. Bam. Yeah, shoots him in the head. They go to the med bay, and they're just like, Doctor, you gotta let us in so we can, like, do that. And he's like, mm-mm, no way. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, uh, I'm safe back here. You're already dead. I'm not picking sides. There's no side to pick. Yeah. So, so he's they, like, uh, well, all right then. Yep. So they uh, decide that they're going to uh, go upstairs somewhere. Yeah, they basically got to find, like, a defensible position because yeah, the whole fucking want. building is coming after them. Yeah. Everything from here on out is almost exclusively, like, they go to a place, they fight goons, then they go to another place. Yeah, they fight more goons. Well, like, plot important-wise, uh, they go up a flight and there's, uh, like, hit squad coming down the hallway and they break into an apartment uh, for the hit squad to go past right. them. Uh, and this is where Rookie is just talking about... Uh, she's using her psychic powers. Uh, realizes, like, oh, it's cool. The, the, the woman in here, she's not going to, like, rat us out or anything because she's got a kid sleeping in the other room and she just wants us to get out of here. Her husband is one of the goons who's out there and she just wants him to come home. And the, the woman is like, yep, that's exactly right. Uh, if you go down to the freight elevator, it says it's out of order, but that's not true. It'll work on any button under the 74th floor is usable. Like, go there, go out of the building. I don't want nothing to I do. I thought it was any floor over, above. yeah, over above. 75. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 75 yeah. Uh, but as they're leaving, Rookie sees a family photo, and uh-oh, the husband was that goon she killed. Yeah, and she goes to try to apologize, or even just to be like, hey, your husband's dead. And then he's like, I don't care, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, which is the correct response when yeah. cops burst into your apartment. It yeah. is. Uh, so yeah, so they head up one more, they uh, head over to the freight elevator and they're on their way up. And again, uh, uh, the the Gleason tech dweeb is just like, oh, they're coming, they're coming for us, we need to, to stop them. 
And then they uh, they, they drop like a, they like drop a, the ring yeah. shields. Yeah, they drop a bunch of like cages that fall in the middle of the floors places to yeah. like block them off. Yeah, and Dred's just like, hey, it's weird. They've got us locked in, but like nobody's come after us. That means they must be setting something up. I'm gonna check it out. You guys hang out in the freight elevator. If I don't make it back, you probably don't want them to take you alive. Yeah. Right. So this is where he goes around and he finds that what they've been setting up is three, like, helicopter-mounted Vulcan cannons on pedestals. <laughs> yep. It's great. Yeah, and then there's, like, just, like, ten straight minutes of just, like... Just unloading. And it's all the tracer fire. It actually looks gorgeous. It's Like, it's beautiful. And they're just ripping through the walls and murdering everybody. Like, nothing can stop this gunfire. Yeah, later on they confirm that they literally killed every single person that was hunkered in an apartment complex on this floor to get these judges. Right. Which they did not get. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Psychic Rookie is having, like, a conversation with Thug... Uh, and she's like demonstrating her psychic abilities and he's kind of like fighting back by thinking about really gross stuff. Yeah, he envisions like a violent sexual encounter and then another like just a just a, a straight up violent encounter. Uh, and then he, he like implies like something like truly fucked up. That like f- would freak her out, right? Yeah. Which we only see her face being freaked yeah, out we about, just, so yeah. we never really know what that was supposed yeah. to be. And it's similar to like earlier in the movie when uh, she is asked to like divine what she would know about like Judge Dredd using her powers. She's like, "Oh, I see like anger, but like with order, like in like, uh, uh, like yeah." She confidence. sees anger, but it's control, control. and there's something behind the control, right? And then they like secret. Like, okay, that's enough. More anger. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Drinking, I'll bet. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know, I'm going to say white fragility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Good yeah. bait, good bait. Uh, but yeah, they get the fuck out of Dodge. Uh, they're hunkered behind some destructible uh, fucking chest-high walls. Everything in this movie is a destructible environment. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah cover is useless in Judge yeah. Dredd. Yeah. Dredd realizes that the hall, uh, the wall perpendicular to them is the wall to the outside so he just fucking fires an explosive round and they jump out and they're in the surprisingly well kept like skate park yeah. yeah, that's on like the hundredth floor of yeah, this there's building a, there's like a sweet half pipe up yeah. there it's Looks like a nice. roof half pipe Yeah, roof pipe that looks fun as hell. But it's not a roof, it's like a balcony. Yeah. It's like the sky deck at the Sears Tower like it juts out of the building. Yeah. Right? Well, you gotta have somewhere for the kids to go. You know, after school. It's a good after school program. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Rookie is looking out on Mega City One. It's nighttime and it's snowing. So, like, bonus points on both counts. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she very clearly is just, like, very happy to be out of the building. She kind of wants to stay there. Uh, Dread calls for backup. Then he realizes, like, oh, if they come get us here, we've got nowhere to go. We got to go back in the building and wait for backup. Yeah, right. They have to go back downstairs. So they yeah. go back into the building. They go to the school. Yeah, uh, where Judge Dread is starting to piece some things together, and he's like, "The mama locked down this whole building and obliterated an entire floor just to make sure that you didn't come testify. What do you know that's so dangerous to her?" 
Uh, and he just starts doing typical pop culture police interrogation, which yeah. is ask a question, punch, ask a question, punch, don't give time for answer, punch. Sure, and if it was real police, they would have done all the punching before any of the questions were asked. Oh, yeah, yeah you, you got to get all you, you, you punch them up a bunch, and then you read off the list. Yeah. That's the John Burge way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, and again, it's another dark satirical joke of Judge Dredd just beating the shit out of this guy starts to strangle him, will absolutely kill him, and thereby never get the information he's actually looking for, until Rookie is just like, uh, I'm psychic, you know? Yeah, I could just find it. Just like, go in there and take it from him. Yeah, but he is so, like, rigid in his training that all he can do is the application of force that he has been trained to do. He can't think creatively in these situations. Right. And she's yeah. just like, let me fucking just like esper this dude's head and we'll figure it out, buddy. Yeah, yeah so she goes in there uh, and he tries to like fight back with his own mind games. They don't work. He ends up envisioning... This. So they're playing their mind games yes. together? Uh, yeah. I don't know any more words to that terrible John Lennon song. Then why don't we just say they're playing head games and we talk Ooh. about Foreigner? Hell Ooh. yeah! yeah Get me better some song. rock saxophone. Mm. Guys, bring back the saxophone into rock music. Where'd it go? Get it back. It's an excellent question, really. Yeah, it really does belong in more songs. Like, it got true. replaced by keyboards and synths, and, like, that's fine, but, like, come on. Nah, oh, bring the sax a... back, though. Like, that was all of Peter Gabriel's best solo albums. He had the brass band. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that's true. true. And that guy who played bass with sticks on his fingers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> that guy ruled. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, they, yeah, she goes into his mind. She realizes that what's going on is that this is a not only like the headquarters of the Mama clan, but also where they are making and distributing all of the slow-mo for all of Mega City One. Which is a big rookie mistake, Mama. You gotta have separate locations. You gotta diversify. Also, yeah. you don't wanna have you gotta have separate locations for your distribution. Like you True. need to have several factories in case one get busted. Exactly. You gotta be able to absorb a loss. Now, that see, is was, one thing I thought a lot in this movie is I feel like I could have been a lot better drug lord than Mama. That's true, but like to be fair, Mama just is doing the best with what she's got. Yeah, you know Which what I mean. Is violence. She didn't really have a lot of she. It was not her dream to do this. She just took over the business <laughs> entrepreneurship of the dead right, pimp, right? Uh, and then was like, "Well, I guess we got to do some gang wars." She didn't. She doesn't really. Were she applying for a job, she would not have an answer for where do you see yourself in five years. That's absolutely right. true. But she'd have a really great answer to what is your biggest weakness? Oh, she'd have an amazing answer to, uh, hey, give me a time that something turned out a little bit different than what you thought it would <laughs> and how you handled it. Yeah. What was a mistake you've made that you've really learned from? I skinned three people alive and threw them off a balcony. And did that get you the results you were looking for? You know, I thought it Short did. term, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, hot diggity dog, you can work out our phone bank, yeah, I guess. You understand, yeah. the shareholders were pleased. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so that's why she's trying to like get the cops and get him back. Yeah. Is because he 100% is going to talk. Yeah, no, he knows everything. And the assumption is, is that... It's not like he's going to break and talk. It's that whatever they do at the Hall of Justice yeah. Yeah. makes it so you can't not. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, the backup shows up, which are two judges. Uh, they go to the little intercom and talk to the Gleason, and he's just like, "Ah, no, can do. The thing's gonna stay down. Uh, it's gonna stay down. No, no. Yeah, go home." And they're like, "All right." And they're like, "Yeah, well, I guess." Uh, he lies and says, "Like, uh, this was a scheduled test, but there's a problem with the system." Uh, there's a fire, small fire, give us a while to lock it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the cops, like real cops, are just like, yeah, all right, sounds, sounds reasonable. We'll yeah, wait right. outside. Yeah, they right. see some smoke out there, and they're like, yeah, smoke, fire, by, by a fire. Sounds yeah. like a fire. We're going to be having coffee. See you let us know when the door's open. We're going to go down to Mega Donut One. Man. Yeah. I'm going to pop back in the old patrol car, watch a couple of back episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hey, partner, you know what I've been watching? It's kind of an old show, but it's real good. It's called 24. It's about this fella's having a real bad day, but here's the kicker. They do it in real time, so every episode is like an hour. I think there's 24 a season. Uh, there might be 25 if he didn't go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, that's what the, that's the whole dialogue of the cops out there. John and I have described it perfectly. But it does subscribe, like, half of the commercials we saw while we watched it. Oh, movie. yeah, no, that's absolutely true. We watched this movie uh, on Amazon Prime via Freevee, which is formerly IMDb TV. It is a repository of films and television shows uh, that are shown for free with ad support. <laughs> and all of the ads are for other things that are on Freevee or Freevee itself. Also, the first ad was like... Eight seconds. The last ad was like two full minutes. Yeah, absolutely. As the true. movie went on, the ads got longer and yeah. longer. Oh yeah, the algorithm was working us over on that one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, they're in the school. Uh, they're realizing like, all right, well, we got to get this perp out of here. Uh, this means that uh, Mama is guilty of homicide uh, and distributing a controlled substance and manufacturing on this premises. Her sentence is death, and we need to go carry it out Dread style. That's right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so Dread starts working his way back up to you, babe, with a burning heart's desire. Uh, meanwhile, Mama is just like, well, I don't like the looks of this. This ain't good. Uh, well, they get caught. Well, what happens well, is they yeah. get caught by two, as they're trying to leave, they get caught by, like, two goony kids with pistols. And then Dread is, they're like, freeze! And Dread's like... What are you gonna do, shitheads? Yeah. And he's about to murder two children, uh, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, and then the goon, uh, Antoine Barksdale, uh, breaks, he steps through his uh, handcuffs in classic movie fashion, and then takes the other rookie hostage. Yes. He just grabs her, takes her gun, puts it to her own neck, and gets in the elevator to go up top. Yeah, so Dredd stuns the two kids and realizes he's got to go upstairs to go get Anderson back and kill Mama. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Antoine Barksdale takes rookie psychic and drags her through like the gauntlet of goons upstairs, like cheering his return and her capture. Right. And they're all threatening all the evil stuff they're going to do to her, but Mau Mau's like, no, dummies, you can't do that. We just have to leave their stupid dead bodies for, you know, reasons. Yeah. yeah I think it's something we... to do with her insurance premiums. True, yeah. yeah. If it's yeah. If technically the body is found on your premises, but there's no uh, evidence that you did it, the premiums don't go up. Right, right. They give you one judge death forgiveness per quarter. But if you've been torturing people, then they're going to know yeah. and everybody yeah. There's going to be a whole hullabaloo. Yeah. So she's just like, just take them down there, fill them with bullets, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. 
basically make it look like, you know, a fucking drug bust went bad. Yeah. Right. And then there'd be no other, there'd be no reason for the judges to come and investigate what's going on in this building. Yeah. Exactly. But that doesn't stop Judge Dredd from, like, continuing his way up. Oh, yeah. So Mama uh, is very upset, and she has Tech Goon be like, she, he's like, well, what are we going to do? And she's like, fucking call 911. And she has, like, four dirty judges, like, brought in. Uh, they probably kill the two judges outside and yes. walk right into the building. And then they are uh, also... Yeah, the medic runs out and just says, like, look, I know this looks like a gang war, but it's not. Mama gang has captured one of the judges. And they're like, you'll testify to this? You bet I will. Shoot him in the head. Yep. Yes. He's dead. So these, uh, yeah, these, these dirty judges go up, and then it becomes like a game of cat and mouse between Judge Dredd and the other dirty judges. So the first one, they have, like, a, a bit of a confrontation... Uh, but eventually, uh, Dredd is able to uh, take him out. Uh, they like they have like a bit of a fist yeah, fight. Yeah, they have a little fist yeah. fight because you know the guy's trying to play it like he's there to help Dredd out, and then he kind of tries to make a quick move on him, and they have a little fist fight, and then uh, Judge Dredd eventually <laughs> opens him up and fucking crushes his his uh, voice box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and here's the thing: is that Dredd is dangerously low on ammunition. Yeah. Correct. Used it up on all them goons. Yep. Well, so then he goes down to the uh, to the drug making factory. Kills uh, a couple more goons. Yeah, kills a couple yeah. more goons, and then runs into another one of the judges. Who? Yeah, Judge Lex and Judge guy with guy. a real big gun. Yeah, yeah. Dude. rifle judge. Judge yeah. shoulder pads. Like yeah. he was a big motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, Judge Hightower yeah. from Police Academy. Yeah. That guy's not fucking around. And he's got a giant rifle as opposed to the like standard issue pistol. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they're fighting it out. Uh, Judge Lex is just talking about uh, Dredd is needling him a little bit of like, how could you betray me? How could you betray this city? Yeah, how much does a judge cost these days? And he's like, motherfucker, this city is a meat grinder. Bodies go in one end, meat comes out the other, we're just turning the crank. Also, they gave us a million dollars split four ways. Not yeah, well, three ways now. Yeah, yeah exactly. that means fine by me. Three million dollars. Ooh. Right? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Pretty sure I'm right. Alright, we'll put a pin in this and come back to it later. Well, that's Quora. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three million split yeah. three ways. Not, not the app, the character that uh, from Tron Legacy. Oh, sure. yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense. That With makes the sense. asymmetrical haircut? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You know by what? Olivia Wilde? Tron Legacy. Large stretches of that movie are pretty okay. Look, See, I started watching it and then uh, Ooh, surprised did you start me. From the beginning? Yeah, don't yeah. do that. No, no. Well, the thing that got me though is I didn't realize going into it, which is probably why I didn't see it in theaters the first time. Was it's got uh, one of them? Uh, what do you call them? Jared Leto's. And then I was like, oh fuck no, I'm not watching it Jared Leto. Have a Jared Leto in it? No. Try. Tron no, Legacy which one not. is? Where does he got the fake eyes? You're talking about That's Blade, Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, there you go. And he's barely in it. Yeah, yeah, but him showing up at all is too much. Yeah, but you get fucking Hank from Barry. That's great. Yeah, yeah he's great. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you can't make me watch another Lido movie. I'm watch. We're watching Morbius as soon as it's available. <laughs> oh, buddy. Because it's Morbin time. You know it, buddy. Here's the thing. Uh, the existence of Jared Leto absolutely obliterates the myth of a meritocracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He keeps getting handed billion-dollar franchises playing the simplest of roles. Anyone can play a decent Joker. 
It's yep. hard to play a great Joker, but anyone can do a serviceable job. Sure. And he's like, nah, I'm going to go a different way with it, though. What if I played him, like, real bad? What if I did a real bad job? And they're like, well, you are Jared Leto. Have at it. Yeah, and he was like, oh, maybe I can tie in a really obnoxious PR campaign, too. Right? And this should have killed his career. No one had anything nice to say about that performance ever, including Zack Snyder fans, who notoriously have no taste. True facts. But not only did it not kill his career, but Sony was just like, ah, the problem was you were doing a DC movie. Let's get you a Marvel movie. The problem, John, is that it was Morbin time. True. Well, the problem, as you'll notice from the box office, was that it was, in fact, not Morbin time. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, And anyway, I can't fucking wait to see what other... Fucking giant! Fr- He's gonna be Reed Richards, isn't he, in the Fantastic Four movie? They're oh, that gonna- makes sense. Oh, no. they're gonna do Let that. Him be stretchy man, or or the flame, the Human Torch. Oh no! No, see, I think he's. Gonna- I-, I think he's done with the comic book movies now, unless they decide to do like. They start making, like, Image or something like that. I don't know, he plays fucking Spawn. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, Spawn, canonically, a black man, is now played by Jared Leto. (laughs) Oh, shit. He doesn't have the mask or the cape anymore. He just has really long hair. He's just Jared Leto-ing. He just plays it as himself. He will be dressed like a 1970s hotel. (laughs) Yes. Man. He wears a suit that's got the same, like, carpet pattern from The Shining. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's made out of carpet. Yeah. It is that carpet. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyways... But at uh, the end, you got to see the movie, though, because at the end, uh, Mike Allred's Madman shows up for a cameo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. They got me. They madmanned me. Yeah. I definitely want to see a live-action Frank Einstein I didn't. I'm, not, I'm unfamiliar with Madman. Fucking so. read some Madman, dude. He's a zombie. What got brought back to life by a mad scientist? The mad scientist named him after his two favorite people, Frank Sinatra and Albert Einstein, naming him Frank Einstein. He fights cosmic beatniks. Okay. It's a real good time. Oh, but I'm gonna spend the whole time rooting for the beatniks. <clears throat> no, you won't. They're shitty. Yeah, but they do poetry slams. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, beat him up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Dredd uh, takes care of uh, Big Rifle Goon, uh, Big Rifle Judge, but unfortunately he cannot hide from Judge Lex, who fires like an armor-piercing round through, through a wall, a wall through, through him, through Judge Dredd's gut, and Judge Dredd uh, drops to the ground. Uh, Meanwhile, in, yeah. upstairs, Anderson uh, is all alone with... Uh, uh, Antoine Barksdale. Antoine Barksdale, of course. And she is able to free herself. Well, he's going to kill her with her own judge gun. Yes, right. that's right. Uh, and he's like, man, I've always wanted one of these. These are so cool. Except, uh-oh, he didn't play Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, and doesn't understand that these weapons are ID-locked. Yep. He needs to talk to... Drebin and his multi-dimensional monkey that wears a diaper, smokes cigarettes, and drinks soda. That monkey's a Is working I, man. I, I don't know if I played that much of Metal Gear 4. Buddy, it's a glorious train wreck. You know Meryl, the really cool character from Metal Gear Solid that helps out Solid Snake, and she's like the tough broad, and she's a good soldier, and she just wants to do what's right in a world full of scum? She gets married to a poop joke. 
oh, in it. Okay. Like the guy that can't stop pooping. He's like, I can't stop pooping because I love you. <laughs> and she says, yeah, that's a good thing to tell me in the middle of a gunfight. Let's get married at the end of this video game. Okay. <laughs> and this video game ends with a marriage between Meryl and Poop Joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's a space monkey. There sure cool. is. No, uh, 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 like dimension hopping monkey. Whenever you pause and you need to buy ammo, the monkey gives you the ammo no matter where you are. And he'll unlock the guns for you if you pay him in special credits. Ooh, nice monkey. But here's the thing. You do get to pilot a Metal Gear in the game and you get to have a big fucking robot fist fight. With, uh, like, Liquid Ocelot, who's in a big Metal Gear Ray from Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, buddy, it's real good. But then Mount Rushmore comes out of the ocean because it's on a big battleship. But it's all the bad guys from the Metal Gear Solid movie on the mountain instead of presidents. And then you gotta go inside that boat. And that boat's like, well, we got all of the evil AI that are controlling all of the war economy on this boat. The only way to get through it is to crawl through this microwave tube. So you crawl through a microwave tube, not by pressing up on the analog stick. Come on. It ain't that kind of game. You gotta mash the triangle button, motherfucker. Oh, God. Meanwhile, the microwave rays are actually a radiating solid snake. His his butt explodes out of his costume because the microwaves, you see. <laughs> anyway, then he gets in there and it turns out that the AI are all in this weird, like, AI graveyard. And I think he turns it off. But I can't remember the ending of that, except for when Meryl gets married to that poop joke. Sure, wow. Well, I mean, hey, that was well, the big close. Uh, spoilers for Metal Gear 4, I <laughs> yeah, guess. It is fans. impossible to spoil that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could just be making all that stuff up, but I'd still buy it. True. Because Kojima. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad video game. Mm. But it's also just like, it is an extremely well-produced train wreck. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, uh, what actually happens in the movie is that because he's not Anderson, the gun explodes right in his arm and blows off half of his arm. Yeah. I wish we got a better look at it, but it was a pretty good looking, like, stump. Yeah, like yeah. burned, singed, bloody stump. Yeah. And yeah. then she roundhouse kicks him in such a way to suggest that she breaks his neck. He's absolutely dead. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, he's going to bleed out from that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, and then, uh, meanwhile, back downstairs, Judge, uh, Judge Lex is like, any last words, Dread? And Dread's like, wait. And he's like, the bad guy guy's just like, what are you talking about? Wait. And so it's like, needling <laughs> yeah, Judge Dread, yeah, like, like roasting him. him. Yeah. He's like, you're the Judge Dread, And like, you're, you're fucking the best. And you're just going to say, wait. You're such a big baby. What are we going to wait for? For me to fucking kill you? And then, she fuck, he fucking goes down and Anderson is there and he's like wait for her to shoot you yeah and then we get a bitch in predator scene where he breaks open his med kit and cauterizes his wound and staples uh-uh. it back together uh-uh. predator 2 scene yeah. well predator does it in one because he gets shot and he goes up in the tree and then he screams yeah but the predator 2 one's better because he breaks sick no that's absolutely true where he has <laughs> he to grind the up the ceramic no that is actually book. cooler what do you think would happen with predator 2 who has to eat poor to regain its strength, had to fight uh, fucking Russell Crowe from Virtuosity. From Virtuosity. Who glass. Glass. <laughs> glass be sing. I mean, ceramic is harder than glass, I think, in most cases. But glass is more plentiful than ceramic. Mm. He's got more opportunities. 
That's true. There's generally more windows than toilets. Also, <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything. Like Predator has to go through the motions of like setting this up and healing himself, whereas Russell Crowe just has to pound glass, man. Yeah, he's he just got to fucking eat it. And he doesn't even eat it. He just absorbs it. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I think that's probably the better power, though. Yeah. He's got to actually still outclass the Predator in the fight, which well, is it should true. be hard because he has like the personality and skills of 666 <laughs> of the world's most fearsome serial killers. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it turns out most of their skills are just like, hey, if a cop asks you if you're the killer, you just say no. Yeah. Then they leave you alone for two decades. I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those kills are just like, oh, if I could just follow you into an alley, I'll hit you with a pipe. <laughs> yeah, man. That's it. Yeah, if listening to the little bit of true crime that I have absorbed through pop culture osmosis has taught me anything, it's that serial killers are actually real easy to catch. There's just not a lot of like. Effort to do so, it turns yeah, out. No, well, they trick you because they kill poor people, and we don't give a shit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, Judge Dredd. Yeah, anyway, you know uh, who does care? Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd <laughs> kills people of all kinds. That's true. That's true. It's a beautiful rainbow coalition. Yeah, that's right. Just it's like a, it's like a Benetton ad. All the people he's killing. <laughs> so Dredd and uh, and Anderson reunited, all stitched up. They're going for Mau Mau. Yeah, they get into Mau Mau. I keep Mau Mau. Yeesh. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's funny because like it's clearly just like Mama. It's supposed to be Mama, Mama. but everybody's but, got a different accent. Yeah, and the yeah. A is the hardest to like get out of a native dialect. Yeah, yeah. and they all just call her Mama. Yeah, there's Mama. There's Mama. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they go into the tech room and Gleesome is there and he's just like, look. She's in this, like, protected bunker. I don't care about this. I want to leave. And Judge Dredd's like, tough fucking titties. I'm taking you in. Yeah. And then Psychic, like, sees that he had his eyes ripped out by Mama. She is constantly threatening him. Like, she has a, like, control of fear over him. Yes. So he really isn't in control of his actions. And she's like, you know what? You No, you just, you're not under arrest. You just get out of here. And Judge Dredd was like, you mind fucking explaining what that was all about, rookie? And she's like, I joined the force to dispense justice. Letting him go is what I think justice calls for in this situation. I'm clearly not cut out to be a judge. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, failure to provide, you know, judgment is a, a failing offense. She's like, I already failed when I lost my gun. Yeah. And, he's, and she's like, that is justice. He's got to go. I ain't going to be a judge after this. But... I'm still on my test, which means I can still legally give out judgment. So, click, click, let's go kill some goons. Let's do it. So they go right up to her door. They know the code. They pop it open. We're getting it on. Yeah, they murder a bunch of goons. Meanwhile, Mama hooks up uh, a small like little like watchy uh, heart rate monitor thing. Just digs it into her uh, arm, and it attaches to her blood vessels. So when they finally get to Mama... She's like, well, here's the deal. Like, you can't kill me because uh, I knew this day was coming, and so I filled this entire floor with high-powered explosives enough to level the top 50 floors of the building, and it goes off if my heart stops. And Judge Dredd's like, oh, that's real interesting. Shoot in the stomach. Yeah, and then he's like, I wonder what the range on that thing is. Let me try throwing you out the window. Yeah, so here's the fatal flaw. is She should have set up a dead man switch. Yeah. Where the explosives activate and only her heart rate can turn it off. But instead, she done fucked up and she's like, if my heart stops, 
that sends the si- the signal yes. to no, the explosive. That's not how you it's work. It's like, ah, you fucked up. That's not how it did. Yeah. That nope. switch works. So he gives her the slow-mo and throws her ass out a window. And we watch a very, very ridiculously stylized descent through clouds with a rainbow and glass falling down. Mm-hmm. It's 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 art, really. It's a lot. It's so, good. It's so good. And then she goes face first into the pavement and it, you get to see her like crush and the blood shoot out of the side of her face. Yeah, it's a really interesting shot. Like she like, le- like she like basically dives into the camera. Right, yeah. And like the camera is the floor and you see her like, yeah, mush up and blood all over. And I don't think I've ever had this thought as Passionately as I did watching it now, of like this would have fucking ruled in 3D. It absolutely would have ruled in 3D. This movie actually would have been interesting in 3D because it would have been more like a depth thing. Yeah, yeah. like because there's not a whole lot of stuff like coming at you, like really coming at you. But it would have provided like just like seeing all those tracer rounds and shit, right? Debris flying all over the place, and especially because when Lena Headey like hits the ground, you're seeing it from the ground's perspective. Yes, and I can only imagine like, oh, in the theater, it must feel like she is hitting your glasses and exploding. It's gotta be getting right. It's super cool. Oh man. Anyway, lockdown over. Mission accomplished. Yeah. What's your name, kid? Murphy. So uh, Dred and Anderson walk out. Anderson's just like, here's my badge. Fuck off. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. And the chief's like, so what'd you do? Pass or fail? And he's like, ah, she passed. But she's clearly not. But, but she's, she's also going to quit. She's quitting the force. Yeah. Because yeah. you like see her like walk away. Like two paramedics are just like, well, you got shot in the stomach. We should help you. And she goes, shove. Yep. And walks away. She's yeah. done, buddy. Because the only way to be a good cop is to not be a cop. Mm, that's true. Actually, the only way to be a good cop is to be a mall cop. Yeah. Paul Blart. Mall oh yeah. Cop. I'd see that guy for at least two movies. Sure. Why Who not? wouldn't? Yeah. He's on that little Segway. Oh, he's, what kind of trouble is he gonna get into on that Segway? <laughs> Die Hard, apparently. Oh wow. Have you seen the Paul Blart movies? No. Why would I? I saw the first one. It's just Die Hard in a mall. Correct. It made me real mad. Yeah. Because. I had wanted to write Die Hard in a Mall so bad, I thought yeah. that's the ultimate place for there to be a Die Hard. Except for Die Hard in a church. That's my dream. Church Harder. Yeah. Reverend John McClain <laughs> <laughs> is, done, is done with his police work and he's living a quiet, peaceful life at a... Uh, Saint my and I was at uh, uh, it's, it's a very split. I think it's Saint Michael's Basilica in Montreal. That's why I, I got the idea. But it could be any church, and then terrorists come take over the church, and he's got to fight them off ooh, in the church. Ooh, ooh. yippee ki Holy Father! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He can't swear anymore, right? right? Yeah, he can't swear. Clean living. Ooh, but there is a point late into the movie where he's all scratched up and bloody, and it's has been a hard day's night. And he's got one more goon that he's got to take out. But he grabs a swig of communion wine. Because he's just like, oh, Father, he ain't in heaven tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it writes itself. He just sticks a piece of fabric down the communion wine. Throws like a (laughs) Molotov. Explodes the guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Movie over. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, Judge Dredd just like... He's like, they do a repeat of the opening thing. He's like, people living in the shadow of the old world, the shadow of the megastructures. The only one who can help. 
are judges. Vroom on my motorcycle! Yeah. And then more. And yeah, that is credits. That is the end of Dread. And that brings us to bullet points. Bullet points! And our very first bullet point is body count. Body counts. John, what do you think the body count of Dread is? So here's the thing. Fucking Gleesome goes through a whole bunch of the body count, but I wasn't going to do a whole bunch of math. I'm going to say 132 people. All right, Patrick, what do you think the body count of Dread is? I'm going to go with 67. Ooh, all right. Well, I'll play my Price is Right rules. Whoever gets the closest without going over. Patrick, you are the winner. Ah! The answer is 100. Ooh. Wow. A cool hundo. Yeah. Keep it even, right? But yeah, there's a lot of dead guys. We haven't had a, a body count like this in a while. Yeah, no, there's a lot if of you, dead guys. If you like, put aside other times in movies where they're just like blowing up whole planets and stuff. Obviously. Yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah, obviously. But that's going to take us to our next bullet point. Best kill. Best kill. Patrick, best kill. Uh, I'm going to go with Hightower Judge. Uh, Judge Dredd is running out of bullets. None of his bullets have any ammo except his high explosives. And he <laughs> fires one right into the dude's head and blows his whole like upper half off. Yeah. It was great. super cool. I liked it. John, best kill. Boy, I'm going to have to go for uh, Lena Headey at the end of this yeah. movie. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, ma- it's, yeah. it's epic. It's massive. It's great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gushy. It's bloody. It's funny. It's all the things. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Mark, best kill. I'm going for a guy who gets the hot shot in the head. Oh yeah, that's his whole head melts. Yeah, yeah. he's like a, he's like a jack o' lantern. You can see the inside from the outside. That's <laughs> true. Uh, that's gonna take us to our next bullet point. Generally, I would say war crimes. <laughs> All of the movies. Well, but this takes place, again, in a society that has risen from the ashes of the old world. We sure. don't even know if there's a Geneva to exist to have a convention of. Of course. Uh, so, best weapon. Best weapon. John, best weapon. Uh, I'm going to say the uh, cool, dry wit of Carl Urban in this movie. Ooh, yeah. He's always got just the right line, and that line is usually... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but obviously it's the fucking motorcycle. That motorcycle's cool as shit, and it's a weapon because it shoots. Yeah, it's got two fucking machine guns in it. Yep. That's sick as hell. Yeah. Patrick, best weapon. I'm going to go with psychic powers because she made Antoine Barksdale pee so much that there was still pee running out of his jeans. That's like, right. It wasn't that his jeans got wet with pee. It's that the pee soaked through and was still pooling out. <laughs> that, friends, is a lot of pee. That's a... Tremendous amount. Of, yeah. That's a Tom Hanks in a League of Their Own level P right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Mark, best weapon. I'm just going to go with the judge gun. Yeah. It's a good gun. The, uh, the, uh, the idea of a gun with multiple different kinds of ammunition. The entire judge like uh, uh, armament kit is there. Because they've got like a little pouch that has multiple kinds of like grenades. Like grenades and, and each grenade has like multiple functions. Yeah. Like, you can set the grenade to stun or gas or whatever. Yeah. It can be a flashbang. It can be a frag. Yeah. It can be gas. Yeah. yeah like, the, the judge gun does realize Moses Black's dream of turning one gun into five guns. True yeah, facts. That's and true. it's way easier to carry. Yeah. 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 So that's going to take us to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? 
Is this an action movie? Patrick, is Dread an action movie? Absolutely. The best thing this movie has going for it is recognizing up front that I don't care about any of these people or any of their stories. Let's just get to the shooting. Yeah. John, is Dread an action movie? Oh boy, it's got thrills, chills, and spills. <laughs> Thanks, Gene Shell. <laughs> that's the end of me. <laughs> right? That's his favorite catchphrase, right? That's the end of me. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. why not? Listener, I challenge you to conjure an image of Gene Shalit without using the internet. Oh, you know, I've got one, like, right in yeah, my head of his <laughs> big-ass glasses and giant fro. God, don't spoil well, it. And that thick stash. Oh, yeah. No, Gene Shalit oh, was yeah. a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to take us to, uh, 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 oh, yeah, Mark. Is this an action movie? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it, yeah, it does bear a lot of similarities to, like, The Raid. Yeah. Um, I assume it came first. I think I think the raid came first. I think okay. the raid came first, right. but like also the raid. Because you gotta out. understand, it, it took a while for the for raid to get, to get over to here. America. Yeah, they had to always... transport it by boat. Yeah. Oh man, supply chain issues. Ooh, but yeah, one of those like one of those old timey boats, like the one that brings Bruce Lee to the fighting island and Enter the Dragon. Oh those, yeah, like, sure. Old boats. You got sails yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, enough time for Raiden to give you all the exposition on the MK tournament. Yeah. yeah, one of them boats. Thanks, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. yeah, one of the boats that gets hijacked by pirates and your Tom Hanks. I can't remember the name of that movie, but like that kind of a boat. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like the, the boat, like the old boat that uh, ends up washing up on the shore of the Lost Island. That's got the the wet dynamite in it that has uh, turned into nitroglycerin, so it's real fragile. And if you drop it, you explode. Like Ernst, the uh, intern professor that was trapped on the island. Like one of those kind of boats. Gotcha. Like, you know, in uh, fucking the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, how Johnny Depp's trying to get his boat back. He's just yeah. like, oh, give me back my boat. Actually, it's I have, one of those I kind have of boats. no idea what kind of boat's in that movie. Well, boats, so, boats. Oh, they, yeah, 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 they like the tall ship Windy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Almost exactly. Or like the boats in Master and Commander at World's End oh, that Russell Crowe had. Yeah. Like that kind of boat. Like the tall ship Windy, but with a cello. Yeah, well, he had a viola, if I'm remembering correctly. You could be right. Yeah, it went under his chin. You don't do that with a cello. Uh, You don't do that with a cello. You don't do that with a cello. I'm a fucking strong boy. (laughs) I'll lift up that whole cello. I'll put that whole damn thing under my chin. That's right. Give my go-go gadget arm out there doing the old chords and shit. Here's the thing. If Yo-Yo Ma were more of a showman, he'd do that at least once a concert. Yes, because he is a large man. He could totally do that. very tall. I wish every now and then he would like spin it onto his lap and play like (laughs) the bass? Yeah, right? Just like slapping it out, baby? Like Yo-Yo Ma plays Flight of the Bumblebee but on slack and shallow? Yeah. Not a big shit. Yeah, man. Anyways, final reviews of Dread. John? I give it two thumbs up then those thumbs explode. Patrick? I would totally play the shit out of this video game. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mark, John, John had the best one with the thumbs. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. Concur! <laughs> so that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Pew, pew! Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney-Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Honda, wherever you get podcasts from, and leave us a rating or review. You can find us on Facebook. You can check us out on Twitter at BodyCountCast or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.